Hey babes, welcome back. My name is Nisha Pleasant and you are listening to Holy Babes Podcast Season 2, Episode 2. The episode is called His Perfect Peace. So by his, of course we're talking about Jesus and his peace is perfect and only Jesus can give you perfect peace. So we're going to be talking about what perfect peace is and what the word of God says about peace. If you guys would like to stay and join me, I would be more than happy to have you guys tune in and stay on with me. If you're new here, thank you so much for joining. If you would like to follow me on social media, please visit bio.link slash holybabe. That's bio.link slash holybabe spelled B-I-O dot L-I-N-K slash H-O-L-Y-B-A-B-E. This link can also be used to listen to the podcast, join our live Bible study, as well as our Bible study group and our movie night. And any prayer requests that you may have can go here as well. Now, before we get into today's episode, you guys already know I have to pray in. So if you would please join me in prayer. Father God, thank you for everyone that you have brought here today, Father God. May you touch each and every one of them, God. May your spirit fall upon them, God. May they be led by the Holy Spirit. I ask that you show them, God, what it means to actually look to you, Father God, what it means to have a relationship with you, God. Give them revelation concerning today's topic, Father God. May the blinders come off of them, Father God. May they know what it means to be at peace with you, God. May they understand that through you is the only way. So we just thank you for just allowing us to be able to have peace and giving us a way out of destruction, a way out of chaos, Father God, a way out of grief, Father God. We just thank you for being that outlet, Father God, for being the way, God, just as your word says, for you are the way, the truth, and the life, Father God. So we just thank you for continuing to pull us up out of whatever hole that we're in, God. We thank you for all the things that you are going to reveal to us today, God, and the light that you are going to, sh- to shine upon each and every one of us, Father God, to show us the way out of darkness. We just thank you for your you just being you, God. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. And I ask that you guide my tongue as we go through this study, Father God. I ask that you help me to say the things that you would have to me to say, Father God. I humble myself and I lift up your holy, mighty name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, so let's grab our Bibles, our highlighters, our pens, and our notebooks and get started. Today, I'm going to start off reading from John chapter 14, verses 15 through 27. And I am reading from the NIV version, and it says, If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him. Because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live and you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. Then Judas said, but Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not the world? Jesus replied, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and We will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. 
My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Now, verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. This verse tells us that Jesus has left us peace through the Holy Spirit. This means that the Holy Spirit is the giver of peace. Verse 27 also says that Jesus does not give to us the way that the world gives. Jesus does not give to us as the world gives. This tells us that Jesus's peace is not anything like what the world tries to give you. The world's corrupt version of peace, which is not peace at all, which is you being numb, which is you getting high every day, which is you getting drunk, which is you doing things, sinful things that distract you from your reality as a way of giving you peace. Now, I'm going to go a little bit deeper with that. The world cannot give you what Jesus can. That's what we know thus far. The world cannot give you what Jesus can. The things of this world cannot give you peace in your storm, whatever storm that may be. Maybe you just lost a loved one. Maybe you just lost your job. Maybe uh, you just went through a bad breakup. Whatever it is, Jesus is the only one that can give you peace, secure peace, perfect peace. Because only he is perfect. So seeking the things of this world will only add to your hurt instead of taking it away. The world teaches you that you have to be a a hot girl, having a hot girl summer to heal from bad breakups, to go clubbing every weekend or drink and get high every day to drown out your problems, to get away from your reality. And the world will dress up sin as healing and the world will say it will bring you peace. But the truth is that it will only satisfy your flesh, that you will only be feeding your flesh, your worldly desires. And this distracts you from the truth and gives you temporary pleasure. So many people believe that it works. They believe that going and drinking every weekend works because they feel happier, that there's still a void missing because only Jesus can fill that void. So you will spend a lifetime trying to get that void filled, trying to fill it with drinking, trying to fill it with smoking, trying to fill it with all these things and never get anywhere because Jesus Jesus is what you're missing. Because having a real relationship with Jesus and turning away from your sin is what you're missing. So eventually you will start to fully depend on things like weed and alcohol and, and toxic women and men. And you'll use them to distract you from your reality. And you'll become dependent on them. This is why people have a hard time detaching from those things because they become dependent on them to give them a sense of like numbness, a sense of um, just comfort. They look to those things for comfort. And it's time to stop using sin and using things that are not of God to numb you and to comfort you when you need to come to Jesus, who is the best comforter, who is the best protector, who is the Prince of Peace, who will give you that perfect peace that you are actually looking for. Come to Jesus so that you can fully be healed. 
truly healed and have perfect peace. Next, we're going to be reading from Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 through 27. Then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. He replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this story reminds us of how even in the midst of a storm, we still have peace. God is in control. Remember that he lives within you and he is always with you. You have to have faith and trust that Jesus will calm the storm no matter how things may seem. Trust that through the power of the Holy Spirit, which was given to you, that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you have the strength and the peace to endure your storm. That Jesus lives within you. Romans 8, verse 11, this is the Amplified Version, says, And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who lives in you. So, the thing about it is, the disciples who were literally walking with Jesus in the flesh had no faith and they were still scared and Jesus told them you of little faith why are you so afraid the same goes for us now Jesus lives within us and he's with us as well we also have no reason to be afraid we also need to have faith in him and know that the peace of God is with us and we are supposed to have peace even through the storm because of him, because he has in place the Holy Spirit within us and has given us peace and he has given us the strength to endure storms. We have everything we need because Jesus is everything we need and his spirit dwells within us. So having faith is incredibly important. Your faith can lead you to the peace of God in the end of whatever storm you're in. As long as you have faith, and you are willing to keep going and keep pressing towards Jesus and trusting him, you will see the end of that storm. Your faith is going to pull you through and is going to give you enough strength and enough endurance to be able to, to come to the end of that storm and see it through. So God put it on my heart to include the story of the woman who was sick and who couldn't find a cure to stop her from bleeding. We are going to be reading from Luke chapter 8, verses 43 through 48. And it says, And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. They all denied it. Peter said, Master, the crowd, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, someone touched me. I know that power has gone out for me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet in the presence of all the people. She told why she had touched him and how she had been 
instantly healed. Then he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. So it was her faith that healed her. It was her faith in Jesus and her trusting that Jesus could heal her that led her to finally finding the end of her storm and receiving that peace. She was able to go in peace. She was able to finally find the end of her storm because she had faith. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he is this and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Believe that God rewards those who earnestly seek him. Believe that if you have faith, that God is going to pull you through, that you will see the end of that storm. Our faith in him is what moves him. And we all know that faith with now, faith without works is dead. And all it takes is a mustard seed of faith and for you to act out on your faith. That woman didn't just have faith in Jesus. She acted on her faith. She knew if she could just touch Jesus, although she only touched the edge of his clothing, she believed that if she could just get to him, that he would heal her. And she acted on it. She went to him and acted out on her faith. So what we can learn from this is that we need to act out on our faith. Don't just sit there and say, I believe God will fix it. Show him that you believe that he will fix it. Show him that you are not afraid to be in the midst of that storm. Show him that you have faith. And that although there's chaos, there's wind, there's waves all around you, your focus is on him. Another thing that I want to point out is where Jesus said that he felt power go out from him. That that is how he knew somebody touched him. That made me think about how if what happens when we move in faith. This is what happens when you walk by faith. This is how the power of God covers you when you walk by faith. This is how you're capable of moving mountains. Now let's talk about how to keep ourselves in perfect peace. First step is don't feed your flesh. Feed your spirit instead. When you start to feed your flesh and you're indulging in sin and the worldly things, you leave room for stress. You leave room for depression. You leave room for anxiety because the things of this world do not give you peace. They stress you out. So do not worry about temporary things of this world. Even if you're not living in the world, just being on earth and just seeing things going on around you, like things on the news, things, uh, just stressful things that just happen on this earth can stress you out. Don't worry about that. Look to God, okay? Set your mind and your heart on the things above and renew your mind. This is a continual thing. Not just one day. Every day, choose Jesus. Every day, choose to set your mind and your heart on the things of God. Now, Romans 8 verse 6 says, The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Second thing, trust in God and have faith that he will give you strength and peace to endure. Isaiah 26 verse 3 through 4 says, 
You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal, meaning forever. He is somebody you can depend on because there's nothing that can shake him or break him. He is God. There is no one higher than him. You can trust in him. He is the only constant thing in your life. He's dependable. He never switches up. You can fully trust in him. He's the one person you can speak to any time of the day, anywhere, anytime, any place. He is there. So always, always, always depend on him and trust him. Keep your mind on him and he will help you to stay focused. If you focus on him, he will help you focus in on the things that he has for you. He'll help you focus on focus in on the things that he has for you to do right now. So you're not everywhere. So actively choose to pursue peace and turn from what is evil and live righteously. That is the last one. Actively choose to seek and pursue peace, turn from what is evil and live righteously. Psalm 34 verse 12 through 14 says, whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The thing, Doing the things of God is going to keep you in peace. Living righteously is going to keep you in peace. So do those things. When drama comes, choose peace because there is no peace when you react out of your flesh. Continue to let the Holy Spirit guide you and do what it is the Holy Spirit is leading you to do and you will have peace in that. All right, well, that's going to be it for me today. I love all of you guys so much. I'm going to pray out and then you guys can enjoy the rest of your day. And I will be continuing uh, doing podcasts every Tuesday. I have a new mic now. Um, I broke my other mic. Long story short, I was it was a lot going on last week. I missed, I've missed two weeks. So I apologize to you guys for the two uh, weeks that I was out. But now we're back and ready to go. So glory to God, I was able to get a new mic. Um, I didn't even have to pay for anything. God is so good. And um, um, I just thank you guys for listening per usual. You guys are amazing. You guys always tune in. You guys always let me know what you think, what you would like to add. Iron sharpens iron. So I'm always thankful for you guys uh, messaging me and telling me guys what you think about today's episode. If it helped you just, you know, fellowshipping with you guys and talking about it. Um, if you are not in our Bible study group, please visit uh, the link that I shared with you earlier. And yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pray us out. Father God, I thank you for everything that you have done for us today, Father God. All the revelation that you gave us concerning today's topic, Father God. We thank you for just being able to be here and uplift your holy and mighty name, Father God. We thank you for allowing us to be able to talk and discuss your word, Father God, and be able to talk about what it means to truly trust you, God, and what it means to know that we have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, God, and that you have given us peace, Father God, that everything we need is already within us, God, and all we have to do is seek you and stay close to you and let you 
lead us. Let your spirit lead us, Father God. So we just thank you for uh, the growth that is going to come out of us now knowing the knowledge that you have given us, Father God. We thank you for helping us to apply this to our lives, Father God. We thank you for your guidance, God. We thank you for helping us to be be able to be the versions of ourselves that you have made us to be, God. May we grow every single day, Father God, as we continue to seek you, God, as we continue to uh, try to do what is right in your eyes, Father God, as we continue to follow your word, God, and apply it to our lives, God, that we may be doers of the word, God, and not just sayers of the word. When we look to see what it is that we need to change within ourselves that is not like you, Father God, show us the mirror, Father God. Show us what it is that we need to fix, Father God, that is not like you, God. What it is that we need to do to make sure that we are not distracted by the tactics of this world, God, or the enemy, Father God, that we instead do not follow the patterns of this world, God, but we know that we follow you, God, and we flee and we are led by solely the Holy Spirit. So we just thank you for allowing us to even have the Holy Spirit, allowing your son to even die for our sins, Father God. We just thank you for just continuing to give us what it is that you have already given us, that uh, uh, ability to, to have peace, Father God, giving us the opportunity to have peace, the opportunity to be able to have salvation, Father God. We just thank you for the lives that you are going to put together, God, and the things that you are going to change within our lives, God. We ask that you just continue to watch over everyone who is here under the sound of my voice, Father God. I ask that you touch each and every one of them, God. That you go with them wherever it is that they wherever it is that they go, Father God. That they feel your presence, God, pulling at them, God, and leading them, Father God. That the Holy Spirit leads them, God, in the direction that you would have them to go, Father God. That they become sensitive to the Spirit, Father God. That they are able to discern what is for them, God, and what is not, Father God. I ask that you help give them peace during whatever storm they are going through, God. That you give them the peace that only you can give, God, which is perfect peace, Father God. That you calm their minds, God, and calm their storms, Father God, like only you can, Father God. That you lead them through whatever season they are in, God. That you help them get through the season of depression, God. This season of grief, God. This this season of just um anything that is not of you, Father God. We rebuke anything that the enemy is trying to place within their lives, God, and in their minds, Father God. May they be strong, Father God, and renew their minds, Father God, and set their hearts on on you, Father God. So we just thank you for helping them to have a clean slate, God. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys so much, but Jesus loves you more. Stay holy and stay blessed. See ya.